Hello, and welcome to the Buddhist Recovery Network podcast. My name is Andrew, and today we will be presenting a talk by Esther Nicholson, facilitated by Jocelyn Harvey. Esther Nicholson is a recovery coach, author, speaker, and recording artist. More info about her work as a recovery coach can be found on her website at esthernicholson.wordpress.com. The talk is facilitated by Jocelyn Harvey, author of Recovering the Home. More information about Jocelyn can be found at recoveringthehome.com. This talk is incredibly powerful and was initially presented as part of a larger talk by She Recovers. This talk was titled, Healing the Effects of Racism for Black Women in Recovery. As I said, this is an incredibly powerful talk, and it is the perfect time to learn and unlearn and open your hearts and your minds. Without further ado, here's the talk by Esther Nicholson, facilitated by Jocelyn Harvey. And now, it's my great pleasure to introduce you to Jocelyn Harvey. Jocelyn Harvey is a writer and podcaster. On her soul and mindset accounts, she talks about spirituality, mindset, and recovery from a place of compassion, curiosity, and relatability. In spaces that are often predominantly white and affluent-leaning, Jocelyn isn't afraid to talk about race, privilege, and the additional hardships certain groups contend with while still giving options for growth that are empowering and shame-free. She's also the author of Recovering the Home, which is a decluttering guide for sober women. Jocelyn, we're just so delighted that you're here. Thank you so much. Over to you. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. My name is Jocelyn Harvey. I'm going to be emceeing this event, and I am just as excited to listen to this powerhouse team of Black women, many of whom I know, and I'm so excited to get to know them even more. Now we're going to move into Esther's discussion, and we have focused on getting into the body, and I know a lot of her work stems EFT of being in the body, so it is very exciting. Moving on to her, admittedly, Esther's the one person that I didn't know before this event. I saw her face around, so I was very excited to see her on the list of people that would be talking. And when we met in group instantly, I felt I connected. I thought this is a woman that has this beautiful blend of compassion sorry, compassion and strength. She's a firecracker. And before this meeting, she shared what her um, sign was, her astrological sign. And it's not my sign, but it's my rising sign. So I was like, okay, this is, this all makes sense now. So Esther Nicholson, she is the author of Soul Recovery, 12 Keys to Healing Dependence. And she has turned her incredible journey from addiction to freedom into a practical program that heals the root causes of unworthiness, shame, and trauma. Her life-changing program, Soul Recovery, The Roadmap, bridges the gap between the 12 steps of recovery and universal, universal spiritual practices that have assisted thousands to living a new inner freedom beyond their wildest dreams. Esther's unique approach reveals the spiritual depth and healing power of the 12 steps and removes the stigma of addiction. In her discussion, overcoming racial trauma through the steps in EFT, 
along with those topics. She's also going to be talking about how in order to heal, we must first be aware and acknowledge what we need to heal from and how we can get free of ancestral, familial, and generational pain so we can stand in our authentic selves. So it's going to build so beautifully on the discussion we had. So please help me welcome Esther. Good afternoon, beloveds. I'm so honored to be with you today. And I just am so grateful for this panel, Jocelyn, Sherry, Taryn, Dr. Valerie Mason, she recovers. And I'm so grateful for you for taking this leap and this courageous step to be in this critical conversation today. There's something that Sherry said in her, in her presentation about George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Aubrey, imagining them as a sister, you, you being their sister, mother, cousin, auntie, best friend. Put yourself in the place of a mother, a sister, a cousin, having lost your beloved in that way. There are so many people who are appalled by animal abuse, as we all should be. But there are people who are more sensitive to abusing and killing animals than they are to the murders of unarmed Black people. I just want you to think about that for a moment. How we have campaigns and um, the rights of, of, of animals and all of that, which absolutely is correct and it should be because life is life no matter what but that there are so many people on this planet that's more concerned with that than being concerned and outraged about the killing of black men and women so i just really wanted to revisit that part of sherry's presentation. But I want to talk to you about healing racial trauma through the 12 steps and the emotional freedom technique, which we affectionately call EFT. First of all, what is trauma? The dictionary states that trauma is an emotional shock following a stressful event or an emotional or physical injury, which sometimes leads to long-term neurosis. And I would venture to say that racism, bias, and discrimination causes deep emotional and physical injury resulting in shock and neurosis. Wouldn't you? It goes on to state that neurosis is a relatively mild mental illness involving symptoms of stress, depression, anxiety, and obsessive behavior, but not a radical loss of touch with reality. Well, I don't think that neurosis caused by racial trauma results in mild mental illness. I believe it screws us up on a molecular level and affects our lives in ways that we are not even fully aware of. Neurosis of any kind can indeed cause a radical loss of, of, of being in touch with reality. 
Have you ever been diagnosed with something in one area of your body, but it affected so many other areas of your mind and body? I have. I had candida overgrowth, which is a gut issue that affected my thinking, my sleep, my heart rate, my sex drive, and my emotions. And I tried for a long time to treat the symptoms unsuccessfully, I might add, because the root cause of all of those symptoms had not been addressed and healed. And that's what racial trauma does. It permeates every area of your life, even when you're not aware of why you are so anxious, depressed, angry, resentful, and suffer from emotions of shame, or why you keep repeating destructive patterns to numb out those unresolved emotions. Everyone attending this critical conversation today has suffered from racial trauma. Our senses have been shocked into neurosis. Trauma causes us to forget who we are and what we were created to be. It disconnects us from our God self, our higher self, the universe. It disconnects us from home, as Dr. Valerie so eloquently put it. It disconnects you from your very soul because it creates so much static on the line in our minds and it creates so many mental walls that we are knocked off balance emotionally and physically and we become energetically disaligned with our own divine magnificent self home. Trauma causes you to disconnect from your innate sense, your innate identity of safety. Of safety. Can I get an amen to just feeling safe? Many of us walk around every single day, 24 hours a day, with this low-grade anxiety and desperation And we just go on walking through our lives, like not even really understanding what's going on on the inside. Can we just say yes to feeling safe in our bodies, in our minds, in our beingness? Did you know that safety is your birthright? But when you feel threatened, you totally go into, you, you totally disconnect from that very natural part of yourself because we're always in fight or flight mode, even when we don't recognize it. So for black women attending this conference today, our sense of safety and our true identity was literally ripped away from us hundreds of years ago when our ancestors were taken into slavery. We inherited those deep wounds of the indignity, cruelty, and inhumanity of slavery. And no matter how much we may have found success, happiness, and fulfillment in so many areas of our lives, we still suffer 
not only from our own unique and individual traumas, traumatic experiences, but we are stuck in familial, ancestral, and generational trauma that has been imprinted upon our unconscious minds and in our very cells, upon our very cells. And every time we witness another unjust act upon one of our black brothers or sisters and sisters, we are re-triggered and we are re-injured. The Band-Aid is ripped off the wound that was never completely healed in the first place. And we bleed out again and again and again. Racial trauma. Every time you are turned down for a job or a promotion, you are reminded falsely that you're not good enough because of the color of your skin. Every time many of us have seen a black man with a white woman, we are reminded falsely that we're not good enough for our own men. Those painful thoughts may not even be in the field of your conscious awareness, but on the unconscious level, deep down inside for a lot of you, the thought is there. And you are again re-triggered and re-injured, bleeding out in so many areas of your life. There are some of you who are too afraid to go for the promotion or the job because the color of your skin, because of the color of your skin, and you feel defeated before you even step up to the plate. How many of you can relate to that? Just take a moment and breathe here, inhaling deeply. Just take that in. Just think about that for a moment. I can remember a time when that was my experience, where I didn't even bother to apply. I didn't even bother to go for the promotion or to go for the job because on an innate level that I wasn't even aware of consciously, I didn't feel good enough. I didn't feel worthy enough. Because racial trauma causes you to forget who you are and who you were created to be. Your true identity as an expression of the infinite, as an expression of life has been emotionally and sometimes physically beaten out of you. I remember a couple of years ago, sitting in my office, tapping on myself, which we're going to talk about a little bit later in this presentation, because I was attempting to release the deep core belief that I wasn't good enough or worthy. Because I just found myself just getting stuck and feeling like a hamster on a hamster wheel, like just move, you know, pushing and pushing and working so hard and getting nowhere. And I knew that it had to do with a deep core belief that I wasn't worthy, that I wasn't good enough in the shame and all that stuff. And as I'm tapping on myself, a memory that wasn't my own rose to the top of my awareness and said, I'm just a little nigger girl and I don't belong in the big house. I was like, what? Whoa. This memory just knocked me off my chair because it wasn't, a, it wasn't a memory that I was cognizant of. 
It was a memory that had, that was way, 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 way down deep in my subconscious mind. It was the memory of my ancestors or maybe even of another lifetime. I don't know. I couldn't believe it. And then, but then I understood, I finally understood that the feelings of unworthiness that I had been suffering from weren't only based on my own unique belief system, based on my own unique experiences of trauma, but were the memories, perceptions, and traumas of my ancestors that were, had been imprinted upon my subconscious mind. And when you have memories and traumas imprinted upon your subconscious mind, no matter where they came from, when you try to move forward in life, it's like having one foot on the brake and another foot on the accelerator. You're pushing and pushing and you're trying to move forward with your life, but you're not getting anywhere. We must heal the cause before we can heal the effect. So think about it. Where are you just working your butt off to heal? But you keep finding yourself making a U-turn right back into the same painful, debilitating, hopeless, and traumatized emotions and self-destructive patterns. And you're asking yourself, what the heck is wrong with me? Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy, beloved. You're stuck. You're stuck in unconscious and unhealed programs of racial trauma, as well as your own individual traumas, which is a virus in your hard drive. Unhealed emotions and beliefs are addictions, which then create other symptoms of addictions. And once we heal the root cause, we can heal the effect. We can heal our experiences, but not before. We must heal the cause before we can heal the effect. It's nothing personal. It's just spiritual law and it applies to everyone. And we can't depend on others, my sisters, we can't depend on others to change in order to reclaim our freedom and clarity. Our freedom comes from the inside. And once you do heal the deep rooted cause, you can awaken, you can wake up then. I think Valerie spoke about that. You can, we can awaken to our divine nature as the beloved goddess, the magnificent, empowered, confident, joyful, safe, successful women that life has created you to be. And to my beloved white sisters in the audience today, you too have been traumatized because you were created out of the same essence as your black sisters. You were created out of love and you were created to love all life equally, but you've forgotten. In the movie, The Help, and if you haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. The maid played by Viola Davis was Nanny or Mammy, as we were called back in the day, to a little white girl. This little girl loved her so much and only knew 
the maid through the eyes of love and oneness. That's all she knew. She was pure innocence. She was pure love. Her parents and the culture and the environment she was born into, on the other hand, started to infiltrate her mind with the inward and changed her perception of how she saw the nanny, of how she was to grow up and, and view black people. She was created out of innocence and unconditional love, but she was in an environment where she learned racism, separation and superiority and took on beliefs that weren't even her own beliefs. So in addressing specifically my white sisters in the audience today, how many beliefs, perceptions, and knee-jerk reactions do you have about black people that aren't even really beliefs of your own? They were imprinted upon you. And sometimes you think in ways and you're like, where did that thought come from? Like, that's not me. I don't really think that way. And perhaps you don't but it's deeply embedded inside of you. Just like as black women, our ancestors' pain and shame and indignity and fear is imprinted upon us. How have you, my white sisters, experienced trauma in these past six months because your hidden beliefs have been exposed. And now you feel guilt, shame, and anger. And then you feel shame about having those emotions. We have not invited you here, beloveds, to shame or blame you. You were invited here. You were imprinted by your ancestors, just like we were imprinted by ours. We invited you here not to shame you, but to wake you, to awaken you, to wake you up to your own racial trauma and to offer you solutions to heal it so that you can return home to who you really are, the little white girl in the help before she learned something different that was just about pure love before she was brainwashed to believe she was superior and others were less than she was because of the color of their skin. We're here to invite you home. The moment that you were imprinted with the belief system of superiority and racial thoughts on any level, you were traumatized. You were traumatized because the ingrained belief that you are better than black women, that you should be afraid of black men or, or uh, we're taught to judge us by the color of our skin versus the content of our character. Your emotional system was traumatized because it is out of alignment with the innocence and sense of oneness that is your true nature as a creation of life. And your life of neurosis began. Chronic depression, anxiety, unworthiness, so forth that not only has its foundation in your unique experiences of trauma, but have been imprinted upon you by your ancestors. Take a breath here. Take that in. Can you relate to that? Just take a moment, contemplate that. 
Let everything I've said so far, just, just be with it. See how it sits with you. I'd love to hear what's coming up for you. And I'll give you information at the end of this presentation where you can reach out and share with me because I'd love to address whatever it is that's coming up for you right now. So racial trauma, how do we heal it? Since the George Floyd incident, the world has been galvanized in a powerful way. This conference is an example of how that experience has catapulted the world into action for equality and justice. But we must go deeper. We can create powerful changes in the external world. And many of those changes are being made. But until the internal and unconscious healing occurs, those changes will not be sustainable. My work is soul recovery, the roadmap home to the authentic self. And it bridges the gap between the 12 steps of recovery and universal spiritual principles. This process gets us back to our authentic and higher self that has no discrimination, that doesn't know racism, that doesn't know bias, that doesn't know separation, that has no boundaries, that doesn't know otherness. It only knows oneness. And I'd like to briefly go over four of the 12 steps to healing racial trauma. And again, we'll give you information at the end of this presentation as to how you can access these steps and EFT in a deeper way. So I just want you to just grab your wrist right now, which is an acupuncture point. Inhale deeply. Blow it out. And say peace. Just take in these steps to healing racial trauma. Step one. I admit that I am powerless over my deeply ingrained traumatic experiences, beliefs and thought patterns of bias, racism and discrimination. And my life has become unmanageable. This is for our black women and our white women. I admit, just take it in, I admit that I am powerless over my deeply ingrained traumatic experiences beliefs and thought patterns of bias, racism, and discrimination, and my life has become unmanageable. Step two, I'm coming to believe that a power greater than myself, which is the very nature of my true self, can restore me to a consciousness of oneness, equality, and inclusivity of all people. I am coming to believe that this power within me can restore me to sanity. I am willing and I am ready. Step three, I made a decision to turn my familial, generational and ancestral traumas patterns, memories, and unconscious programming of racism over to the care of God as I understand God, or whatever it is you're comfortable calling it. I am willing to turn my limited beliefs, my limited wounded beliefs about my higher power, 
myself and all of my sisters over to the care of God as I am now coming into a higher, more expanded understanding of oneness. Step four, I have made a fearless and rigorous, rigorously honest inventory of my beliefs, fears, patterns, and actions toward myself and anyone who thinks, looks, behaves, and believes differently than myself. Just breathe that in. Just these four steps is going to set you free. And I'll let you know, again, how to access the rest steps five through 12 at the end of this presentation. But I want to share with you right now steps eight and nine. I just want to skip to steps eight and nine because we're going to segue into a, an experience, a powerful experience of that after my presentation. Steps eight and nine states, I made a list to the best of my ability to all of those I have harmed. Step nine, I make amends. I clear away all negative energy. I bring the broken places to, I, I heal the broken places by becoming whole. And I make amends to those I have harmed, except when to do so would cause more confusion and pain to them or others. Our beloved Taryn Strong is going to actually give us an, a, a powerful demonstration of that from her heart after this presentation. So these steps bring to, the, bring to the surface mind and clear up years of misperceptions, beliefs, fears, and patterns that on a conscious level, you may not even be aware of. And they're going to bring you home to your authentic self and set you free. To get the rest of the steps and to learn all things soul recovery to bring us home to our authentic self, please feel free to just go to estermail.com so that you have access to this information. I'll be more than happy to send you a PDF of the 12 Steps to Healing Racial Trauma. Now let's look briefly at how EFT heals not only racial trauma, but all trauma. EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique and is a combination of Chinese acupuncture and spiritual psychology. It targets energy or meridian points on your body that holds unresolved trauma, perceptions, and life-diminishing emotions. This process is like a laser beam that brings to your conscious awareness and de-installs all the traumatic experience, perceptions, and emotional programs that are deeply embedded in your hard drive which is the unconscious mind. When the memories of those traumatic experiences and perceptions are deinstalled and removed through the steps and tapping, emotional freedom technique, you're restored to your true essence of light because that's who you are. You are light. This process gets you unstuck, unblocked, and aligns you with the natural flow of life, of oneness. I'd like to give you a demonstration of that. So what I'd like to invite everyone to do right now 
We're going to do a little bit of tapping EFT. Maybe some of you have never heard of it before and you're, you have no experience with it, and that's totally fine. I'm just going to lead you to, through it for like maybe two or three minutes, okay? So first of all, I want you to think of the racial trauma that you've experienced. Let it just come up in your emotions. Don't try to edit it. Just let all of the anger, the rage, the shame, the inequality, the unjustness of it, just come up in your consciousness. And for our, our white sisters, maybe you're having that same outrage and that same anxiety and that same fear, or maybe you're feeling attacked or like it's not fair, you're not racist and you're so sick of this. I don't know. Whatever the emotion is around this, I want you to just let it come up fully in your consciousness, get mad. Feel the anxiety, feel the rage, feel it. And on a scale from zero to 10, with 10 being the most fearful, the, mo most, the, the most painful, I want you to just rate yourself from zero to 10. Where are you? Wherever you are, hold on to that for a moment. Grab your wrist. Your wrist is an acupuncture point. Inhale deeply. Exhale. And say peace. And now you're going to bring your two index fingers to your third eye, and you're going to start tapping on your third eye. Feel all of those emotions, everything that you feel right now. And I want you to just repeat after me, eliminating all emotions of hopelessness, helplessness and powerlessness. Inside of your eyebrow, letting go of all shame and blame. Side of your eye, releasing and letting go all emotions of rage, resentment, fear, unworthiness, not enoughness, just letting it go. Under your eye, I'm ready to come home. Letting go. Your chin, it's safe. It's safe to let go. Collarbone, letting go. Grab your wrist. Inhale deeply. Exhale, peace. Now I want you to think of something that makes you really, really happy. We're interrupting the programming and the wiring in your brain. Think of something that just brings you joy. You're so happy, you're so turned on about it. Just feel it, feel as if it's already happening, just feel it. When you get it, grab your wrist, inhale deeply, exhale, peace. And I want you to go back to the outrage, the shame, all those feelings that you were feeling a few moments ago. See where you are on a scale from zero to 10 now. Has it shifted a little bit? Are you still a 10? Are you still an eight? Are you still a six? Or has, are you starting to feel some spaciousness a little bit? If not, let's just go here. Letting it go. Releasing and letting it go. Now I'm going to do something really silly with you because we're gonna to totally disrupt that wiring. So just play with me here. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to repeat after me, okay? 
want you to quack like a duck. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> Your chin, woof, 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 like a dog. Collarbone, letting it go, letting it all go. Grab your wrist. Inhale deeply. Exhale, peace. Tap on your third eye. I'm awake. I'm awake. I remember who I am. I remember who I am, black woman. I remember who you are, white girl. I remember who you are, black woman. We are one. I am enough. I am centered. I am clear. I am outrageously amazing. I'm enough. Grab your wrist. Inhale deeply. And exhale on peace. Awesome. Just check in with yourself and see if your energy has shifted at all. That was a very abbreviated version of EFT. Of course, we go much deeper than that. But for the sake of time, I just wanted to give you an example. I just wanted to give you an experience of what it can do. So in closing, the 12 steps to healing racism or the 12 steps on any level for anything, I believe, restores us to sanity. EFT restores us to sanity. And it reveals in the sanity, the clarity that you are not victims of racism. We have been victimized by racism, bias and discrimination, but victim is not your name and it is not your identity. Take your name back. Reconnect to your innate goddess power. She's waiting for you. She may have been injured, but she's not broken. Use these tools to come home to the real you. The world did not give you your true identity and the world cannot take it away. Go forth and be the black and white beautiful goddesses that you were created to be and get you home to your empowered, confident, centered, safe, and safe badass goddessness who stands for oneness, justice, and equality for all life, no matter what race, what creed, what color, what you are. We are one. Come home. Welcome home. We invite you home. Peace and blessings. Thank you. Thank you, Esther. Um, that was beautiful. My face feels good. I feel shifted. There was so much you touched on, and especially the idea of being re-triggered constantly, re-traumatized, but that you have still provided us with tools to move through it, tools that we can do separately and then come together um, as one. It is beautiful. I loved what you said to victimized, but not victims, that subtle difference that does not deny what has happened, but is allowing us to move forward. Thank you for joining us today for such an important talk. Just a few things that we wanted to remind you of. Our next Academy teacher is on Sunday, December 6th with Mary Stankovich. 
You can find out more about this at BuddhistRecovery.org. Also, there will be a recovery retreat hosted by Insight LA, led by Vimalasara and Michael Zittle. It will be online from December 4th to 6th. The topic is recovery as a wheel to freedom. More information about this can be found at InsightLA.org. Lastly, Kevin Griffin and Vimalasara will be leading together the annual eight-step recovery retreat, December 12th and 13th. Please check out the Buddhist Recovery Network at BuddhistRecovery.org for more details. Once again, thank you for joining us today. Hi, I'm Vimla Sara, President of the Buddhist Recovery Network. Our mission is to help promote the use of Buddhist teachings and practices to help people recover from the suffering caused by addictive and or compulsive behaviors. Our organization is a volunteer-run nonprofit which has expenses. We offer free monthly live teachings on the academy, free resources on our website, and all our podcasts are free. We also organize a bi-yearly summit where many of us come together. We rely on the generosity of you, our listeners, and our interviewees in order to produce these offerings. We are asking you to donate to help with our expenses, thank you, and to show our gratitude for your support. All Patreon supporters will receive access to special guided meditations. To unlock these, please offer your support by going to patreon.com forward slash Buddhist Recovery Network. Again, patreon.com forward slash Buddhist Recovery Network. Thank you so much for your generosity. May all beings be free from the roots and the causes of suffering. May all beings be at peace.